Hey, welcome to Josh's Daily Brew. I'm your host, Josh. This podcast is dedicated to my obsession with the art of living by design. You can expect thoughts on books I've read, the esoteric world of health and fitness, some cryptocurrency dabble, and everything in between. Stoked you here, and I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, welcome to another episode of Josh's Daily Brew. So running, running is a very demanding sport and it's, um, it's something that initially got me into uh, fitness and weight loss and things like that and I think, you know, I used to hate running. I, I really used to hate it and everything about running uh maybe on a cringe and it's it's more of a cerebral thing that it reminds me of Casey Neistat and he's a famous vlogger and he describes running as a cerebral process that um it's all in the mind and another person who does this is uh, professor Tim Noakes who um I used to train with in Cape Town and uh, learn from and he has really been a a great mentor to me but he describes um, he told me a story about a a girl who was running uh, 800 meters or something like that and um, she decided in the last few minutes of this race that she was going to win and you can almost see the point of decision because when she made that decision, her running, she you could just see her just catching up to everyone. So it's a decision-making process that happens. And um, as hard as it is to get started, I think no matter who you are, you can benefit from running. And there's many, there's many benefits to exercise in general. But running is like a form of, uh, what I would like to say is it's a form of active meditation. Um, because... There's a lot of self-talk that goes on. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, back and forth. There's a lot of fuck. I just want to quit. Or um, no, you could do this. And then your other side of you is telling you, no, you can't. Who you, who are you to think that you can finish today's five-kilometer um, run? Uh, it doesn't mean anything. But the fact of the matter is, is it really does. But what I want to focus on today is the eighty twenty principle of running so if you don't know what the 80 20 analysis is it's um pareto was a physicist not entirely sure but he noticed that 80 percent of the p p pods or things in his garden 80 20 percent of the plants in his garden gave him 80 percent of his crop and now this is a principle that you can apply to anything in life but i want to applied specifically today to running so I at the moment I'm living with my mom in Bryanston during lockdown uh, in South Africa and um, I've got this route that I run on a fairly regular basis now and uh, what I've noticed is that 80% of the run is pretty easy you're not breathing very heavily um you are cruising along, everything's good. Um, 
Then there's the 20%. The 20% is the 80% in this case, and those are the hills. So the hills of the run um, give you 80% of your effort. So you have to put in 80% of your effort on those hills. And um, this is interesting because I couldn't stop thinking about this other day and I was running and I just thought about life as well. It's like, it doesn't matter running a flat route. Um, I used to run in Cape Town when I was staying there. I, run, I used to run along the Seapoint Promenade, um, 10 kilometers pretty easily, but it was dead flat. There was no hills whatsoever and it was very enjoyable. I must be honest, it was very enjoyable. You could really sprint and push yourself, but the minutes any sort of hill came along, I used to struggle. And now I find myself um, looking forward to these hills and looking forward to these, uh, the, the moments where I know that though these are the things that count is that whether you can handle a hill or not, you know. So anybody can get fit running a flat route and, uh, you know, just cruise along at a comfortable pace. But if you don't try and push yourself if you don't try and make those hills a part of your process of becoming a better runner um, you're not going to grow and I mean you can't you you can't help but apply this to life in some form or another because uh, the challenges that you face um, or the hills so to speak is going to be the 80 percent and that is what's going to make you a better businessman a better uh, wife a better uh, whatever, whatever you do, the, the, the hills and the challenges are, are the 80%. And um, the way you approach them is purely, is a purely mental game. So if you think that, if you think that you are going to be defeated by these hills or you have made it part of your identity that hills are just not your strong suits, you're never going to want to push yourself. But if you tell yourself that this is an opportunity for you to become a better runner or a better person and you approach these hills with a newfound uh, perspective, things will change. It's not, it's, not, it's not to say these things, these hills are magically going to become easier and you're magically going to become a better runner. But what it is saying is that you have made a conscious choice to view the challenges in your life as obstacles that get you to where you are. Kudos, uh, Ryan Holiday. So, again, I find running fascinating and I find the parallel between fitness and success uh, in any domain quite fascinating. And I, and I do realize that um, physical success is only one form of it. So, you've got to have your spiritual success. You've got to have all of these things that tie together, you know, um, as humans, we do tend to get comfortable in one area or another. You know, you get people that are completely spiritual and they've they've mastered that domain of success, but they've forgotten about the, the physical or the growth side of things or or whatever, or the, the financial side of things. Let's be honest, you know, you get a lot of uh, gurus and masters and shamans out there that have completely forgotten about uh, the need for financial success. And I think that's very important too, is that um, it's all of these things uh, that make up 
a successful person. But um, this 80-20 principle, if you had to think about it yourself, can be applied to literally anything. And I think what I've been wanting to write about, speak about this for a while now, but what reminded me of it was that Tim Ferriss had Richard Koch, who wrote the book, The 80-20 Principle, on his show. And um, I, I, I felt the urge to to jump on here finally and speak about it because it really can be applied to anything. And another example before I leave is just before lockdown and COVID, I was busy journaling and um, I do this on a regular basis, but I asked myself in my journal, I wrote this question down, I said, you know, what's, what is the what is the 20% of, what 20% of my activity or, or behavior is giving me 80% of my anxiety and worries? And for me, the answer straight away through some digging came up to be social media. And that's what led me to give up social media for like a good two months during COVID. And even now, I'm, I'm, I'm active, but I'm not as active on social media. And I've got a personal account. I've got two accounts. I've got a personal account where all my friends are. And then I've got another account, which is like a business account. But I've certainly found a good balance now. And I still catch myself. Uh, where there's moments where I get, you know, where you, when you start to look at your phone um, in the space of 10 minutes, you start to pick up your phone 100 times. That's when you need to just take a big step back and say, well, okay, I, I, I see you, I see what you're doing and the the worries and things like that pop up. Um, but yeah, that was for me a very good example of the 80-20 analysis uh, in, in action. And um, I'm sure if you... The power of writing and the power of uh, communication is important. So I'm sure if you had to ask yourself, what is the what is the twenty percent that's giving you eighty percent of your anxiety? I'm sure some some interesting things will pop up. You know, people in your life. There may be there may be one person in your life that is giving you eighty percent of your anxiety, and maybe you need to cut that off. So you just never you just never really know until you ask the question really and um the famous adage hey um ask and you shall receive so um if you if you're wanting to heal and you're wanting to um end suffering in some form or another um ask and you know these things may be maybe thrust into the light so a little bit of a tangent on the whole running thing but um i would love to hear your thoughts on on running and um maybe i will do another episode where I, I speak about my journey with running and weight loss because I hated running and that would be an interesting one too but for now I'm going to leave it at that and I hope you have a beautiful Tuesday wherever you are in the world and uh, if you give me a thumbs up and a like that would really help and a rating and um, that goes a long way but um, yeah I guess I'll catch you in the next episode cheers for now thanks for listening if you do have time please would you go to Apple Podcasts wherever you're listening to this and subscribe and if you'd like to keep up to date with my latest happenings and things like that uh, visit my website joshnayman.com and go subscribe to my newsletter which goes out every sunday thank you and i hope you have a lovely day